is Mind Magic, the podcast all about mood, mindset, and magnetizing the life you want. I'm your host, Hannah Kokovai. With nearly 10 years as a transformational coach under my belt and hundreds of women's lives changed, I've got you covered with science-based spells to help you create more abundance, love, confidence, healing, and more. And yes, I'm going to drop some F-bombs and call them incantations. Fucking get ready to make anxiety, insecurity, and overwhelm go poof. I'm here to show you how to do magic with your mind. Hey, dirty-minded people. Welcome to the second episode of Let's Talk Dirty. Before we jump in today, I got a question about my statement last time that there are no wrong thoughts. So I just wanted to elaborate a little bit before we get started. So we are talking about dirty thoughts on this show, and I realize that there may be a negative connotation in that language. But what I want to make clear is that people are not clones, okay? We are fucking snowflakes, right? So I may have the same exact thought as you. And that thought makes me feel like garbage and it makes you feel empowered. So I'm going to show you some examples of what I mean. For instance, it's all up to me. That's a thought that feels overwhelming to some people. It's all up to me and they feel overwhelmed. But it also might feel motivating to somebody else. Oh, it's all up to me. Great. (laughs) So another example would be if I think this is hard. That thought usually makes me feel compassionate or proud of myself for doing the thing that I think is hard. But someone else might think this is hard and feel defeated. Another example that came up today was the thought, I'm doing the best that I can. When I think that I feel understanding, but when you think that, you might feel disappointed, right? So the point is, thoughts are not one size fits all. And while our focus might be on thoughts that can create a negative emotion and a negative outcome, it doesn't mean that it will always be true for you here on this show, okay? So this leads me to my next point, which is that no thought is inherently bad. There are no thoughts that you should not think, nor are there thoughts that you should think. You just have to test them out and try them on and see what happens for you. Okay, so today we are deconstructing this thought, but I'm right. Okay, that's the title of this episode. And from here on out, the majority of the episodes are going to be titled with the thought that we're discussing or we're pulling back the covers on. Okay, so today's thought is, but I'm right. And people think this all the time, whether we've identified it yet or not. I'm right is very likely in your repertoire of thinking. There's a very misleading message behind this thought, which is that most of what we think is just us stating truths about what is. We tell stories or recount events that happened or 
tell our coaches or our therapists what our problems are. And we think that everything that comes out of our mouth is just how the world is or just the truth of the situation. But most of what we think is not actually true at all. It's just optional thought. It's the way that we are choosing to see the world. It's our interpretation of the world and what we are making things mean. Okay, and you're going to be like, no, no, Hannah, I know the difference between truth and lie. (laughs) But the thing is that our brains are really good at finding evidence to prove our thoughts right. Okay, so like, don't beat yourself up because brains love creating connections and proving themselves right. And they do this without us even noticing it most of the time. Sneaky, sneaky brains. If we haven't consciously decided to think about what we're thinking and check in and kind of see if what we're thinking is actually true, then our brains just go on autopilot. And that's how we get so sure of ourselves when we say stuff like, oh, she's just a difficult person and she makes me nuts or I can't make any more money or my favorite one, he should do this thing this way. Those are all thoughts that I've had, by the way. And those aren't facts. Those are just my chosen thoughts about a given situation. Even if everyone that I know agrees that, quote, she's a difficult person, that doesn't make it true. Because there are many other people in the world that will not have that thought about that person. This is the test, right? When we're so convinced that we are right, we can ask, would literally every person on earth agree with this? Okay. Now, remember when I was saying that there are no wrong thoughts? Believing that our thoughts are right or true is totally fine. It becomes a problem when we are so connected to being right about a thought that actually has a negative result for us. So if you think a thought and you're like, yes, I'm in 100% right about this, even though not everybody would agree, I still choose to believe that I'm right here and I feel good about it. Wonderful. You do you. Okay, here's a fun exercise for you if you want to try it. I'm going to read an excerpt from something that one of my clients sent to me, and you can try to pick out only the facts. So pick out just the things that she's right about. Okay, you ready? Here's what she said. Hey, I can't sleep. It's making me crazy, and I don't know what to do. All I think about is work. I don't have time to feed myself, much less write these asinine reports that my boss loves to drop on me at the last minute. It's hard because she is totally oblivious to the fact that these reports take a lot of time and consideration, and she just expects me to drop everything in my life to complete them. I know I'm right, but I can't argue with her because I don't want to get fired. Okay, so what facts did you hear in there? Because... She sent me this, and in her mind, she was just telling me how it is, right? She's thinking, she's just telling me a bunch of facts about her situation. So some of you might say, yeah, like it sounds like her boss is a freaking jerk, and it's causing her to not sleep, and she's not eating, so the solution here is to like quit her job or something, right? Actually, the only facts that we could pull from this collection of thoughts that she gave me is that she has a job. And she has a boss. 
So she thinks that she's right about all of the other stuff, though. She's like, I can't sleep, and my boss is driving me crazy. I'm right. My boss is wrong. I shouldn't have to do this. It shouldn't be this way. The truth is, if everyone in the whole world wouldn't agree, then it's not actually a fact. You're not, quote, right. These are just thoughts that you're choosing to believe. Okay, so now you're like, so what is the problem? (laughs) So she thinks that her boss is a big meanie, so what? So let's talk about when thinking I'm right becomes a problem. So when thinking I'm right becomes a problem is when we feel angry or hostile or ungrateful or disconnected or defeated or unmotivated or any other emotion that might lead to acting out or showing up as a version of ourselves that we aren't really feeling. And when you're so sure that you're right, it will be very, very difficult to change how you feel and ultimately the result that you're getting. When people come to coaching and they start explaining the scenario like over and over and justifying their perspective to me, like trying to convince me to get on board with their story, trying to get me to react and be like, oh my God, you're right. That's so horrible. That tells me that this person might not be ready to believe or maybe they have never even considered the possibility that they are not right. Needing to be right and wanting backup is really dangerous territory because it keeps us stuck. I always say this to my clients, I'm here for you, not for your thoughts. So I'm not going to agree that your husband was being a jerk or that your boss should have given you this assignment three months ago. You can't convince me that your thoughts are true in general, because in general, they're not. They are true for you, and that is what is creating something that you don't like. You have a problem, not because your boss is a jerk, but because you think that you're right about your boss being a jerk. So you aren't right. (laughs) But here's the fun part. You're not wrong either. It's just a thought. So if you are convinced that you're right about something, ask yourself, how do I feel when I think that this is true? Do I want to keep feeling this way? And sometimes the answer is yes. Like, I think that my boss is a jerk and that makes me feel angry and I want to feel angry right now and sulk. Okay, great. You choose that. But pay attention to what you do when you're angry because you think that your boss is wrong. In the case of this particular client, she was angry and she was not putting out her best or any work because she was taking up all of her time thinking about and blaming her boss. She even spent like three hours writing an email to her coworkers complaining about her boss, which also took time away from her regular sleep schedule. And it turns out that when she's angry, she overeats sweets. So it wasn't that she didn't have time to feed herself, as she first mentioned in that email, but she actually did have time to overeat pastries. See how that works? So in this case, letting go of her desire to be right about the situation actually allows for new thoughts about the situation to be explored and new feelings about the exact same thing to come up. So have you ever gotten mad about something and then someone, possibly out of love, tries to convince you that you should stop being mad, right? Like stop being mad about that. This happened to me the other day. 
um, a client didn't show up for our scheduled call. And I had the thought that she should know better and that I'm right and she's wrong, right? I'm right for being there on the call. She's wrong for not showing up. She should have known better. And I told my partner this and he was like, stop being so upset. She probably forgot or she was sick or her internet was out or something. She's never even done this before. And I was like, no, I'm not ready to be like feel good about this yet. I still want to be mad. What he was doing there without even thinking about it was offering me alternative thoughts to think. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe she was sick. Maybe something else is going on. And this is such a lovely example of how just because I thought that I was right and she was wrong doesn't make it true. So like my partner was thinking maybe something bad happened. So he was feeling compassionate about the same exact situation that happened, he proved right there that our thoughts are not ultimate truths, right? And I proved that we actually do choose how we feel by consciously deciding that I still wanted to feel angry and pissed. So I kept holding on to this thought that I was right and she was wrong for like 10 more minutes until I felt ready to change my thought to hmm, I wonder what happened with my client today. And then instead of being angry, I became curious, which ultimately led me to actually just ask her what had happened and find out what happened, which ended up being that her internet did go out and we just laughed about it and rescheduled our session and it was no big deal. But from anger, like if I would have continued to choose that thought, I'm right, you're wrong, you should have known better. From anger, I would have probably written her a not so nice email and potentially created a problem between us where there didn't need to be one. So considering the possibility that you're not always right will always lead you to more awareness of how you choose to think. So some of you might be saying, but what if you were right? Like what if she did just bail? She should have known better than to just bail. If I had asked her what had happened and she had said, oh, I just forgot and bailed, that gives me another opportunity to question whether my thought she should know better is right. Because should she know better? Like who says? Why should she know better? Spoiler alert, no one should do anything. They do exactly what they are supposed to do. (laughs) And how do we know that? Because they did. (laughs) I'm going to talk more about this idea of should in a future episode, but my short answer is she should is not actually true either, even if she bailed maliciously on our call. Okay, now what if my partner had agreed that she was wrong and I was right and she should have known better than to bail on our session? Like what if he was like, oh my God, you're right. She is a horrible client. You're right. What if I got a bunch of backup on my thought? One of my um, fellow coaches, she was a classmate of mine in coaching certification. And when she was coaching me, she said to me once, two thoughts in cahoots don't make a fact. That's just an agreement. But we do this often, right? When we think something is true, we look for backup and we look for evidence that proves our point. 
And oftentimes we like fool ourselves into thinking that just because someone else agrees with us, then we can say that we're right. But sorry, (laughs) sorry, not sorry. Even if most people would agree, that's still just a bunch of thoughts in cahoots. It's not a fact. So this leads me to my next point, which is that many of our thoughts are not only not true, remember they're just optional opinions, but many of them are not originally your own. Chew on that for a sec. In the next episode, we're going to explore where thoughts come from. So go ahead and keep listening to episode number three to hear more about this idea that many thoughts are not originally your own. And until then, challenge your thoughts. Decide whether thinking that you're right is serving you. And if it's not, it's time to ask yourself some new questions about what you want to believe. Until next time, it's okay to get a little dirty. Thanks for making some magic with me today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Hannah Kokovai so more women can begin conjuring the magic they want to. If you want to dive deeper into this work and collab with a certified mind magician, I work with women privately in my one-to-one coaching program that you can apply for right now at my website, hannahkokovai.com. I'm so honored to have been part of your day today, and I'll see you next time.